the diamond. I realized that I have to be Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These are a pair of cream and grey orthopaedic sandals. They say extra wide fit on them. You can tell that whoever wore them walks on the side of their feet as the bottom of the sole has been worn away only on one side. These shoes belong to Faye. This is her story. Yeah, my favourite English one is Never Mind. Never Mind is certainly a word which I use all the time. How are you? Not too well, but never mind. That is a very good answer. I love that word. I really love it. My name is Hedwig Felicitas Ringham. I was born on the 17th of February 1938. My name is Hedwig Felicitas Hedwig because Hitler wanted old German names to be used and not Felicitas, although my parents underlined Felicitas because they wanted me to be called Felicitas. Hedwig is an old German name. Felicitas is a Catholic name, a German Catholic name. It's taken from the Latin and it means happiness. And I've been very happy with my name all my life. My childhood was, was very much influenced by the war. I grew up in Münster, Westphalia. Already at night we had to go to a different town to sleep because Münster was bombed regularly. And so we had to go every night in a train to another town to sleep there. I remember that very well. Those are my first memories when I was two, three years old. My parents were evacuated in South Germany. My father was a teacher, and teachers were, had a special profession and a special role to play in the Third Reich. So my father went to Tegernsee with his school and my mother followed with the three of us. We had two happy years in Tegernsee before we had to return and I talked to my sister yesterday, in German by the way, which I do every morning, about the journey back from Tegernsee in '45 after the war and how we went three days in a lorry and said... The most wonderful thing at that time was that we got some one person put out glasses of, of buttermilk for us, which was unheard of, and we were very happy indeed to have this interruption. When I came back to Münster after the war, it was a broken city. The house we'd lived in the first couple of years of my life did no longer stand. Originally, we only could find two rooms for my mother, my grandmother, and the three children, which was very little. We all got measles, and my mother put us all in the same beds because she said that we would get it anyway, so I was the first one to have it, and the other two joined me and got it as well. We had horrible, horrible food, bread made from maize flour 
I don't know whether you have ever had that because it's absolutely disgusting. It, it was a very, very tough time for us. We had nothing to eat. And uh, my father lost all his teeth at the time, I remember that. And there were lots of bomb craters in Münster, lots of flowers in these craters, which we called bomb flowers. I remember very well when I fell in, in love with languages because when I was 16, we had a, an exchange um, with France, with Saint-Nazaire of all places. And when I got into Saint-Nazaire, I saw Bosch go home. Bosch was the, the name of the French for the Germans because they didn't like them, the Bosch. But I loved the French language right from the word go. And I made up my mind that that's where I wanted to study. So eventually I found a place in, in Paris where I could work as a, an au pair girl for three hours a day and just get my room for nothing. So under the circumstances, it was a very happy medium of a, which I called the University of Life. <laughs> it was the best time of my life. I was 21 years old and I had a wonderful time. We, I went to the uh, Sorbonne, to, I, I took some exams and passed them all fly, with flying colors because I was so happy being in Paris. Being happy is always the best way of learning a language. Ali Bene Milo, Edith Piaf was my favorite song. Ali Bene Milo, Wuzaswa Amatable, etc., etc., etc. And until recently, I've been speaking French every day as well, because I've got a very dear friend here in London. So I speak French with my friend and German with my sister. I think that learning languages is a wonderful thing. And I think what you're finding out about countries is the most wonderful thing you can think of. And I think all young people in this country should have the possibility of fi finding out what, they, what the countries are in, in the surrounding areas that influence your own country. And that's one of the reasons why I'm absolutely happy, very happy indeed, to live in London because it has got so many different inhabitants. I've learned from my carer, for example, to, to say how to say thank you in Somali, Mahat Santai or Mahat Senet. And she answers, we always have this little ceremony at the end when she, when she leaves and I say, Mahat Santai, to say thank you very much for what you did. And then she says, uh, you are welcome in Somali. When I came back from Paris, my father was and mother were very worried that I should have no profession, and they sent me to London. And when I first came to London, I didn't know what to do. I didn't speak the language, and I didn't know what to do. There was still a lot of anti-German feeling, which is very understandable, but still 
it wasn't very pleasant for me. And I'm very happy to say that of my four children now, there are two involved with Jewish people and I've got Jewish grandchildren. So I'm very happy indeed to to have those. The anti the anti German feeling was particularly unpleasant because they said I, I can't stand the Germans, but you're an exception. And they didn't realize what a, an insult it was to my parents or to me. And because, as I said, I personally have had nothing but pain from the war, I was also a victim. But I have to tell you about my husband. Because one day... I went to see my only friend in London who was a French girl and her husband's friend was there who gave me a lift home and that was my future husband, John Ringham, who was an actor and he was very exciting and he was wonderful. I wanted to show you a picture. There must be one. My husband was in Just Good Friends and also he did The Chocolate Orange advert, which people recognize quite often. I never got a chocolate orange from him. I felt very upset about that. Yeah, that's John. That's my husband. In, in 1967, I was expecting my first child, and I, when Enoch Powell made his Rivers of Blood speech, I thought that it might be better for my child to have me as an English person. And therefore, for a, a passport, I had to get a, a form, and the form meant changing my nationality and giving up completely my German nationality. And I couldn't do that because it would be a lie. It would be lying. I felt I was fundamentally a German person, and my loyalty was already divided between Germany and France. And I didn't want to divide it any further. I think my, you know your identity in yourself. And my identity was German. And therefore, I felt I ought not to do it. Now, it's different. Now, I have to ask for at least permission to stay in England because my six grandchildren are also in England and I do not want to have difficulty in seeing them. But these days I could even have dual nationality, I think, so I'll have to see whether I can do that. I think that Brexit is a disaster. I can see having lived through the, the Second World War I can see the, the uh, hardship it, it gives everybody. And I think that the fundamental idea of a common market and of all the countries in Europe working together is a very good one. It's an excellent one. And it made it impossible for many years to have any f hostilities between the countries. And therefore, I find it totally wrong that England will now want to do our get out of it. That is one reason. But there's another reason, and that is, I think, having learned three languages and living between three languages, for me it was a huge uh, adventure to open my own bank account abroad. 
in France and later in England. It was quite something. And uh, all these things will, you miss if you just stay in an island. The ability to find out about other countries and other people and also find out that we are basically all the same and want the same thing. I'm in my now and I'm 81 years old and I think I have met so many wonderful people lately and I feel most of them, the older ones, um, have got a wisdom because they have lived through lots of troubles and they've found they can teach us so much. Faye's story was produced by Jessie Lawson. Her shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by Empathy Museum's A Mile In My Shoes exhibition. The, moment we hit our the shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we are going next.